Welcome to another episode of A Big Girl's Guide to Love. I'm your host, Jen PK, and I have the amazing Chris Mack. Hey, Chris. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Chris Mack is a comedian, a Marine veteran, Correct. and an actor and a writer. You guys are all welcome <laughs> for hearing me today. Just want you to know that. <laughs> Whoever's Can't listening, you're welcome. All right. That's all I'm saying. And a gift, which is great. That was one of our um, one of our big girl roles. It was uh, you are the gift all year long. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad mentality to have. I mean, I I mean shoot, yeah, uh, my it. presence is your present. You know what I'm <laughs> You're welcome to be having me here. <laughs> yes, I felt I'm, I'm grateful because I was. <laughs> You know, I was telling you earlier, it's like, I couldn't remember if I actually knew you or not. Right. <laughs> I was like, I follow him. I like his things. Yeah. He knows people that I, I know probably right. better than I know the people that I know. Probably a lot better. <laughs> Maybe. Because I don't, I don't really talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, I started doing yeah. comedy like in 2010, I think nine oh, yeah. ten something yeah. like that okay um you know went to Har- Arlington Hyenas was the first place and really the main place uh, that I went for like the longest time so that was you know, like uh, oh you went to the old the one that was like that was like in the shopping center that had like a big stage room in the, yes. in the yeah and you had like two entrances to get to the the main stage room it was like the one by the bar and then one like a little bit past the bar right yes I think so oh my god it's been a long time so much that was so fun that I love doing shows there. Place. I love doing mics there. Uh, like when they changed the location, I was like, "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> I was, was so, so sad dope. when it closed down. I was like, "Now I can't do comedy because I'm not driving to Dallas." I'm but, I, <laughs> but I ended up driving to Dallas for about a year and a half before my kids were just like, "We want you to be at home." <laughs> and then I just like kind of stopped doing comedy and just focused more on writing and acting and stuff like that. Word. And I miss comedy. It's hard because I was like, I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know how to get back into it. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, I really don't know how people keep telling me like, God, you're funny. You should be in it. And I'm like, can you just put me in a show? Just let me, just give me two minutes. <laughs> just let me host your show or something. Like, don't make me do that. I don't want to go to open mics anymore. Right. I, yeah. I honestly, cause I had, I took a, a couple years off myself, uh, for school and, and, a for a bad relationship. We won't talk about that. Uh, uh, but uh, I did the same thing. Yeah, it took me like, you know, like, honestly, I got lucky because one of those years was during the pandemic and it was like they started doing Zoom shows and I kind of like worked my way back in the setup by doing Zoom mics and shit like that, which are the worst, by the way. I don't know if anybody, I, there are no, I know the people out there like, oh, they're kind of fun, fine, your opinion, but they were absolutely atrocious to me. I'm a live performance guy, like being on stage, just like I cannot try to be funny on somebody's my screen. Yeah. It's, it's awkward it's, it's awkward so because awkward. you need them to have their mic off because otherwise you're going to hear yourself right but you want to hear the ha-has right <laughs> if they actually give you the ha-has that's the thing it's like because sometimes you know people turn their camera off and their mic so you're like why are you even here what are you doing like you're <laughs> yeah, listening you're just like not like, yeah you're just listening that's weird like i can't just have you <laughs> listening i need to hear you laugh chuckle fucking type ha-ha i don't care just like yeah why would you turn your camera and mic off? Like, I got to send the camera part off. I get that. Fine. You don't want to be on it, but whatever. Yeah, it is. It is. I did 
the one because I took a I took a comedy class. I took Dean Lewis's class to try oh, to make yeah. myself feel like getting into it. And <laughs> we had to do we did a live one. Yeah. We did a live showcase and online showcase because some yeah. of the people in my class were in like California, oh, wow. uh, in Canada. So okay. that's pretty <laughs> dope. The can the Canadian came down. The the lady from California wasn't able to, but um, the Zoom thing was very. I very much I didn't I didn't like it I didn't even like doing it like in in the class like telling jokes like it's it's very awkward it's, you know and people are like you were funny I'm like was I though right <laughs> yeah it's, it's soul speak. draining it's like I'd rather go to an open mic with a bunch of comedians and do zoom comedy I, that's 100 <laughs> percent it's how do you how do you reconcile with the whole COVID and people and when they ha-ha their breath is coming out and the saliva see what you don't understand is when you're on stage there is a shield that keeps the corona and all viruses everything away from you you know what i'm saying oh, okay. like well, yeah the, but it's only on stage like anywhere else in the club you gotta like be careful but on stage it don't reach that way okay Sometimes so stage it just don't it won't get up there i don't know because i know a few comedians that are they're famous that have gotten like dave Chappelle ended up right. getting covid because he's right. out there touring and stuff like that and i'm like it must have been when he was hugging people and things. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, most of these like touring comics that have gotten in and stuff like that, like, yeah, it can be from, you know, people touching the mic and stuff like that. But I also, I think it is, yeah, from you touching people, like after shows and stuff like that, if you're still going out there to shake hands and that, you know, that this and that, the other, like, that's a lot of interaction, even with people with masks on and stuff like that. Like, that's a lot of interaction. It is a lot of interaction. Are you, it's, com- it's comedy the thing that, that you want to do or is comedy like a vehicle towards other things Mm. you know it used to be a vehicle towards other things but honestly I think it might be the main thing now and then like the other stuff will be you know icing on the cake because honestly being a comic I'm one in control of my own destiny in a sense as far as like how far I make it like because like the work that I put in will determine what I get out of it and also like I get to say my own words. I don't have to say somebody else's words or any way they want to. Like, you know, when you work for a studio or something like that, or you work on a TV show, you know, you can be funny, but within like certain parameters, like you can't say yeah. certain words on TV and stuff like that. So like, it kind of limits your ability to be you or be some version of you for whatever character that you're playing. But when I'm on stage, I get to be me the entire time. And that's like the easiest thing you can be is yourself. That's like the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> Only on camera. It's only, it's only hard to be yourself on camera. Like when you're trying to be yourself out in the world, you're fine. But it's always like, hey, do this for me on camera. Be funny. You're like, hey. Tell me a joke, mm-hmm. right? That's like the worst thing uh, anybody can say to you. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't even tell jokes, to be yeah. honest with you. They're yeah. more they're kind of like stories. And if I sat here and tried to say it to you, it's not going to be funny. <laughs> uh, you know what i've gone to i've gotten to the point now where i i'm of i'm of the joker mindset you don't do anything for free so when somebody asks me to tell them a joke i ask them for 20 bucks and if they don't have 20 bucks they don't get a joke okay and i've made a little bit of money you know there's like one day i made like like 100 bucks that day because people kept asking me to do jokes and they all paid me i was like okay there you yeah. go yeah <laughs> like, i've been doing this shit you know what I'm i've been doing this shit over a decade you ain't gonna get no free jokes you gotta pay for these jokes <laughs> pay for you need that extra hundred dollars living in california because you told me that it was the devil 
It it's is. The, it sounds the very scary. <laughs> it is very much the devil, uh, and no one cares. They're here. They're like, yeah, whatever. You'll figure it out. Either leave or uh, deal with it. That's pretty much how California feels about it. I just don't know how people like with the prices that I see and hear about. I'm just like, how do you work like a regular job? <laughs> like, like just like, <laughs> like you can't just like work at CVS or like In and Out oh, Burger. You can, like, you can, but the flip side of that is you will have roommates like that. <laughs> if you don't have a job where you're making like, or if you don't have like a steady income of like, I don't know, 50 to 60 G's or up, you're definitely having a roommate. That's facts. You're like, you might as well forget about it if you're not making that kind of money. And I was like, how do you, I don't even know. I don't even know how, I always ask people, I was like, I want to move, but I don't know how you do that. Like at what point in your comedy career so I guess is it comedy that took you to LA yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely like how many years were you doing it before you were like I'm gonna go ahead and shoot shoot my shot in LA um at that point almost six years yeah because I moved in 20 no so yeah it was almost actually no was, I had just hit five years when I uh moved to California and yeah, it was just like one of those moments where like, I don't know, I felt like I couldn't go anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like I was kind of, you know, getting regular gigs at all the clubs there in Dallas at the time. So I was like, I, don't, I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but I didn't want to just stay there, stay kind of stagnant just because I'm getting work regularly. Yeah, I could rotate through all the clubs, but like I wanted a little more. My dreams were a little bit bigger. So yeah, I figured LA was the place to kind of make those grow a little bit. How's it going? Um. Well, the dream is expanding now that I'm back on my purpose. Like I was like, I took some time off there. Uh, may have been needed, but also maybe wasn't needed because uh, it definitely uh, held me back, I think, in a lot of ways. But it's just slowly growing. It's getting there piece by piece every year. You do some some acting gigs. What's your what acting gig have you done that like kind of like stands out for you? Probably the. Uh, the promo shoot that I did with uh, Netflix for Cobra Kai. That was like my most recent thing that I did. That was like really fun. We got to improv a little bit, although they took some of my lines out and they told me I could improv <laughs> Netflix. It's fine though. I know I wasn't a star. It was about the Cobra Kai cast or whatever, but like, don't tell me I can riff if you're going to take out 90% of my riffs. <laughs> or like 98 yeah. like honestly and the thing is i'm bad though because like the line that they used wasn't even the funniest one like there was one that was way funnier than that that had the entire crew cacking up and they didn't use it i was like because you know like, when you say some shit that's like you know like, like oh that's gold like i yeah. was like oh that's fire they gonna use that it's gonna crush I saw that promo card. I was like, you motherfuckers. It <laughs> 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 took all my funny out, yeah, man. They just like that, that, could, that was the line that was going to set you to they, the next level. I, I thought, I was like, oh, they about to be hiring me all over the place. But they were like, nah, what we're going to do is that basic line you were supposed to say that we read down, we're going to put that one in there. And uh, <laughs> thank you for the fun. <laughs> yeah, somebody was sitting there in their suits and they were just mm. thinking, they were like, you know what? We're just going to stick with the one line. That was good. You know, honestly, <laughs> I, you know, like I said, it, 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 it's one of those things where it's like I, 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 I was upset about it, but I also understand that it wasn't about me. You know, it's about promoting promoting the show and the cast and stuff like that. So they're the stars, not me. I was just playing a security guard. So yeah, it's what it is. I don't know. I feel like it was about you. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know. Maybe I pissed somebody off. You never know. You never know. I feel like, but that's that's still a good thing to put on there. I mean, yeah. Not, not everybody can say that. But they, hey, it, you know what? It's on the resume. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. It's on the resume. Mm-hmm. And I bet your resume is just growing. <laughs> yes, it's growing. It'll grow a lot more this year. That is exciting. And you have a podcast too, right? Yes, I do. It's called uh, Show Me What I've Been Missing. It's a podcast that I do with another comedian. Uh, her name is Elizabeth Stanton. She also uh, writes for the E! Channel. So okay. we, uh, yeah, we, we're doing, uh, we basically do like shows and movies that like one of us hasn't seen. Right now we're currently going through Sex in the City. And uh, I gotta tell you, I hate the show. <laughs> 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 like I don't understand how females are like oh yeah this is the show this is like what I grew up on because these are very toxic trash ass women like all of them are pretty much have no redeeming qualities except for Samantha Samantha's pretty dope because she's like the most honest and the most real and like the realest friend of all of them I can see that I haven't yeah. watched I've seen every episode of Sex and the City at some point yeah I had um I had a box that my sister borrowed it I'll never see it again yeah um <laughs> It's not like she doesn't live. Like she is gone, but it's yeah. It's I mean, gone. she doesn't live far away, but I right. just know I'm never gonna see it. Right. And you know, it's awkward to ask for it now. <laughs> I was like, you know, you have it. I think you just gotta steal it back. You just next time you over there, you just gotta slide that bitch right into your purse and walk on out. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty big. I'm gonna have to get a big bag. Yeah, yeah. I did that with. Um, she had borrowed my son's copy of uh, the Michael Jackson Experience, the dance game for the week. Oh yeah. yeah I did. Yeah. I did steal that back. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? I'm like, got us out here like OJ out here. I gotta steal my own shit back. That's, that's how he, that, they wanted him to steal that stuff. Though. Oh yeah, they, that's, yeah, that yeah, was oh. it. They wanted him to take it. They were like, "Please oh. do something so we can." Put yeah, he you got through. thirty years. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> thirty years for that? Come on. Yes. Bro. He didn't even pull the gun out. He just had it on him. Like he didn't even threaten the dude with the gun. They're like, ah, armed robbery. But he didn't pull it out. <laughs> like the dude even said, "Oh, I never saw a gun." He just had that one when the cops. Arrested, uh, 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 but they knew for sure that if OJ was there, there was there was a weapon involved. Oh yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there was oh, a weapon. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. didn't go in there. Oh, he was. They listen. He was gonna get thirty years if he fucking had a jaywalking ticket. Like they was coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we messed up the first time, but we gonna right. get you on the next one." And they right. did. I, I wish he would stop talking. He just. They were asked. I don't know who. I don't know anything about sports. I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna pretend like I do. But I know there's some football player who's nasty last name is brown like anthony brown or anthony brown, Antonio or brown. Like that, who's having some issue yeah. and i saw tmz was asking oj simpson and i'm like stop talking to him <laughs> we saw oj simpson over here I mean, please don't please if let any, me if you need legal advice from anybody that's the nigga to get it from because he definitely <laughs> got off on double homicide of two white people in the 90s like that is I'm taking all his advice. Who would you hire? Who you They're suggest? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he may be dead, but he knows somebody adjacent. Trust me. Okay, I guess he's a. You know he. Player. You know he. Uh, 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 you know he's on that shit because, like, if you uh, start watching his Twitter, because he only does uh, uh, um, video tweets, and he be saying <laughs> some shit where it's like, this nigga's bragging about it. He's straight up saying, "I did it." Well, he wrote a book called "If I Did It." With a little small <laughs> ass if in the fucking eye, like yeah, if I did. Yeah, yeah. I always believed he did, and I remember being in elementary school 
when they they brought they carted in the little mm. TV, TV and VCR oh, yeah. so we can watch it. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I just want to read my book. I don't give a Oh, I, I was pissed off. I just wanted to see Power Rangers. I don't give a fuck about this white Bronco chase. The fuck out of here. Where is Red Ranger? This yeah. is history. I'm like, it doesn't have to be. There's lots of cases going on. And <laughs> history I don't give a fuck about. I'm fucking seven years old. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I want to watch Power Rangers. I'm trying to read this book. Do I have yeah. to watch the OJ Simpson trial? I really don't care what happens to this man. <laughs> but once I do. Right. Once I knew what it was about, I was like, yeah, then he did it. Black, truth be told, black. I only I only ever believed that he was innocent because my parents said that he was innocent. So I was like, all right, Ace, yeah, like he's <laughs> like, oh, he didn't do that shit. That black man gonna kill two white people. I was like, yeah, you're right. We don't do that. He did. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Because I, I do, I do tend to say that black people are more likely to to go for two for five. We don't go for. Well, you know, the thing about it is, too, is uh, after watching that documentary, I don't know if you saw the bit, the, the like a three hour one that they had on uh, Hulu for a hot minute, but they had, <laughs> every time that he was like, especially when the trial started, he kept saying, or even throughout his life, you know, they would ask him questions like, oh, how does it feel about being like a black man that does this or a black man that does that or being the first black man, uh, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. So I was like, oh, that nigga definitely killed him, too. So it's like, if you don't even consider himself black. <laughs> Double homicide is in his mind. Like he could, he's capable of that. Because most black people be like, you know what? This is gonna fuck me over. Like if I kill these two motherfuckers right here, it's over for me. I'm going to jail for life. I'm not gonna do right. this. But he didn't even have the black mentality. So how the fuck he got me? You know, he definitely he's, did that shit. He's some kind of some kind of mental health problem he has. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just is not. He's just he's not all there. He, he, he truly believed he wasn't black. I believe it. The oh, way yeah. he act, the way he carried himself. I, I totally believe it. I totally believe it. Because I'm always like, dude, if you get off, because like I was mad when he got arrested for the Vegas thing. So I'm like, you got off a murder. You have money. Just go play golf and eat tacos and fuck with white women and be still somewhere. Just- if I did, like, first of all, like he's he, this is how you know he wasn't connected to this blackness because if anybody, especially if you like a black person from like the 40s, anytime they got in trouble with the law, well, first thing they did was got their ass on a boat and went to Europe. I would have taken all my money, <laughs> went to a place with no extradition. Y'all ain't fucking with me no more. Right. I'd have taken my black ass to like France or some shit like that. Like, I'm done with America. Like, get out of here. There was a- about, yeah. What, what about the dude who fucking, um, who killed his girlfriend and went to Europe to fucking direct movies? Fucking, what's his name? Uh, Polanski. Roman Polanski. Shot his girlfriend in the face. He was like, all right, I'll see y'all later. Like, <laughs> I'm out. He got off that trial. They like, uh, not guilty. He was like, I'm out. I'll see y'all. Mm-hmm. Going to Europe. Raggedy was smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'll just he, he some some wrong with him. Some some's deeply wrong with him. And people need to stop giving him. They stop paying attention to him. It's like, yeah. like I love like I love Kanye, right? And of course yes. he's not on. He's not OJ Simpson, but he's OJ Simpson Jason. Yes, I love Kanye, but he and his music is great. But he he on some other on some other shit. And sometimes yeah. there was like a point in his life where I was like, they just need to stop talking to him right now. Yeah, like, yeah, just, just <laughs> let him like like honestly, just just take him somewhere and like, you know, just let him be alone for a while. Like, you know, say have yeah. a counselor and shit like that, work out whatever's going on, you know, whatever medication is needed. Like, he don't need to be on TV right now. Like, especially when he's talking about running for president. Come on, bro. Crazy. There was like a whole point where we didn't know what he sounded like. 
other than his like rapping voice or whatever. Right. Like we didn't know anything about this man. We just knew he had a backpack and a teddy bear and he made right. some beats. That That's all we know about him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's just out there just talking, talking, going to clubs, doing stuff. And I'm like, mm, this isn't, this is not our Kanye. I mean, nah. I need backpack teddy bear Kanye. That's that Kardashian Kanye. I'm telling you, something about those <laughs> vaginas, man. Once the black man touches them, it just sends them into a spiraling into craziness. <laughs> Count them up. Lamar Odom, fucking Chris, fucking Kanye. Who else? Ray J went a little crazy. He got away Chris from who? Uh, what, what was that basketball player Kim uh, 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 got married to? It was Chris something. Chris I can't Humphries? Yes. I guess he is technically black. He was black. He was half. He was half. He was half. He I don't want to was... count him because I don't like him. Like, at all at all. Like, <laughs> well, he got totally... out, though. He was only there for, like, a few months. He was like, no, I'm good. I don't want any of this life. I'm he was. Good. I don't know why Kim was with him. I felt sorry. For her, I watched, I've seen pretty much every episode, maybe every episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, he was a milk toast ass dude. He and was he was the shit. worst. He was, he so was like, he was, he was just like, just like a white dude. He was farting and <laughs> even though he was basically just a white dude, but like the worst kind. And uh, the ones would be farting and telling stupid jokes. And you're just like, why am I with you? Like, hilarious. <laughs> She was trying to, I mean, she was like, you know, it was just, it was just like a little preemptive, uh, what she was trying, because now she was with Pete Davidson, and that's interesting. That is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's all, that's all you can say. That's, that's interesting. Because I don't dislike Pete Davidson. He seems like he might be a very nice person. Sure. He's not ugly. Sure. But you know, he's not he necessarily you know what he looked to me. He doesn't I, I don't understand what girls see in him like what makes him so hot, uh quote unquote. Cause to me, he looks like he goes like six to seven days without showering. He just looks dirty. He just looks like he's giving him yeah, Kesha vibes. Yeah, like he just looks like he wakes it's okay, up. Kesha. I like Kesha. maybe brushes his teeth and then puts on clothes. Like he doesn't he doesn't look clean. He's very unkempt. Yes. And he looks very, I'd be worried about him because I know yes. he has mental health problems, but he yes. looks sickly. Yes. He looks like he has something physical yes. wrong with him. He always has these eye circles and he's yeah. just, he's like a, like a Adam's family relative or something. Well, clearly he has a uh, mommy issues because all the women that he's dated basically since he's been in Hollywood have been older women. So we know what's going on there, Pete Davidson. Well, he did live with his mom for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. so it's quite possible yeah, a little Oedipus complex there no big deal <laughs> they they try to say a lot of men do and I really hope they don't because I have two sons and I don't <laughs> I don't think they have that for me I think they'll probably go for the opposite of who wow. I am <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you raise them right they will they will it's you raise them right they will the opposite of whatever right. I got going on like just take the good parts like she'll work yeah, hard right. and right right yeah yeah pay the take bills yeah, but yeah it's yeah, hilarious yeah that part this is the good shit <laughs> let's take the good, the good parts part. but you know, <laughs> yeah. they already well I know they're not gonna be big girls I already know this because I know I know whoever they date is not going to be a big person, and I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to limit them to girls. I don't know what their life is going to be. Fair enough. But, yeah, true. They're still young. They're still young. I'm not going to limit. Right. I'm not going to limit. Right. I don't know. That's it's true. not my business. I'm just. <laughs> that is very true. But I'm pretty sure, which would be very no, that would be a lot like me because I always feel like I'd be a better boyfriend than a better than a girlfriend. 
I really do. There, like time and time again, I say, God, I wish I was a gay dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> I still want a dude. But all right. the girl stuff is very tiresome. I mean, in this day and age, you can be a gay dude. Okay. You just have to identify as that and everybody <laughs> has to shut the fuck up. I think that's, that's going to offend somebody. I think that... It- <laughs> It may, it may be, but also that's the world that we live in now. If you feel that's how you feel, who can tell you otherwise? Who can tell? I can be a couch. Um, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we'll pull, yeah, yeah. I'm a, if y'all want to say I'm a pull-out couch, guess what? Pull-out couch, baby. That's who I am. <laughs> that's me but I always say that, like, I'm a good-ass boyfriend. Like, if I watch myself with, like, my female friends or whatever, which mostly my, most of my friends are female, yeah. I'm a, I'm a whole like I taught my kids how to be like a gentleman like hold the yeah. door open and like the stuff that I think that I would want yeah. <laughs> is what I try to impart to them Absolutely. for their future person and so I think in in that way it has helped me be a a better boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to I don't want to be a lesbian though that's going too far so I have to be a gay dude um <laughs> it's going too far Hilarious. I can't, I can't do it. I can't make myself hilarious. But I was um I was I was talking to you again earlier about like how I couldn't figure out how you and I knew each other. And yes. before I added you on Facebook, I had to well, I might have added you. I don't even remember because you've been my Facebook friend for a while. Yeah. So I know, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you know if it was a hey, that guy knows some people I know, and then you had to vet me. Or yeah. to bet you, because I know I have a good 70 people waiting to be my friend on Facebook. Goddamn. Because I, <laughs> I should just push reject, but I don't. I just leave it in there. And then every once in a while, I pull one out. Like a, a guy I used to work with, he's, um, I, could, I was like, I can't be your friend because we work together on Facebook. I, I and you, he was the guy who wrote my checks too. So I was like, no, I oh, can't. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I just let him be my friend because I don't work there anymore. And he was like, I guess better late than never. And I, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was waiting for him to comment. I just knew he would comment that it was better late than never that I added him. But That's I do right. have to bet those people because yeah, a lot of comedians or whatever, because yeah. there are a lot of comedians and right. they might very well be, but it's just like they see, I guess they see me on somebody else's page and they're yeah. like, oh, she's a comic too. She has 30 people I know. Let right. me add her. Right. And I'm like, let me go look at you, look and see what your politics are. Let me see how many yeah. pictures you have on there. Let me see if you're writing some pervy things. You're going to be stealing pictures of my children right. and whacking off to them at night. Like, that's my fear. Yeah. It's going to be some weird pervert. It's awkward, but it's real. You got to be real. So I let them be my, I was like, you can follow me on Instagram because right. there's no pictures of my kids on Instagram. <laughs> that's so wild. It's like something that you have to think about, but that's the truth of the matter. Like it is. I'm, I'm I'm the same way too. Like it's always weird to me. But even now, I still I haven't been in Dallas for you know almost a decade, and and I still get requests from people who are currently in Dallas, like new comedians that are in Dallas, and I'm just like, y'all don't even know. I know you don't know me. I know you don't yeah. know me. Like there's no way you actually know me. You just probably like you said saw that we have mutual friends and just decided to add me, which is kind of strange but also I kind of get it because when I first got into comedy that's what I did I just like everybody that was comedian I added them all probably was the dumbest thing ever also the weirdest thing ever but (laughs) whatever it worked out it's networking yeah that's what I said in my head but like 
now I'm thinking back on it. That's kind of creepy because these were people like I hadn't even <laughs> introduced myself to, and a, a few of them I uh, they either quit or stopped coming around. Like some, there's a few people that I've, I've friended that I never even actually met <laughs> ever like, to this day. Still probably friends with them. I don't, I can't tell you who it is off the bat, but I'm pretty sure I'm still friends with them to this day. That's so crazy. I, I, I'm glad that you remembered actually meeting me because I have a really bad memory. I will, I intentionally block out parts of my life. So you might've just been in that section. That's fine. And, I'm, I'm and, 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 it, and it, it didn't have anything to do with you. I know right. it didn't. No, I'm it very much somebody. okay with that. Sometimes you have to. That's some things, you I, know. That's why I can't go to therapy. Like, I'm, <laughs> I know that it's going to bring some stuff out. I was like, I don't want to remember. Yeah, I feel I don't want to know why. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm not even against that at all. <laughs> why this way? I don't know. I just am. I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> just is what it is. I'll do base level shit. You ain't put me in no hypnosis and none of that shit. Like, we ain't trying to bring up those memories. We good. Right. I blocked them for a reason. That's, they stay blocked. Let them Let keep them back there. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone this long in my life without needing to unlock them. I think I'm going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'll be all right. The past is the past for a reason. That's past for a reason, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's not to say anybody out there who wants to do therapy. I'm not. We're not. I'm not discouraged. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying if you want to do hypnotherapy, do your thing. I'm just saying for me, for me personally. I'm literally. I have. I have a master's in psychology, and I'm. I've been working on a master's in marriage and family therapy. So I could very well be somebody's therapist. Um, one day, I don't know. Maybe I'm just really going back to school because I don't want to pay them loans. But. I'm gonna be in college for the rest of my life. Yo, you know what's awesome is uh, that's what 2020 brought out uh, from the people of America. Everybody started finessing the shit out of the government. Like every, like <laughs> if you didn't use, if you didn't take advantage of all the shit that was coming, all the money, shit like that, you a dumbass. Because people was coming up. I started like when I came when the, once shit started opening up, I I had a great head start uh financially <laughs> career-wise like it was fantastic for me i don't know what, why people weren't trying to get this money it was it's crazy i it had a good crazy. run yeah I, I, oh, 2020 I, I was fire some, for me money-wise it was i great. got to take some time off and uh yeah. you know i just I, I lived on my savings like it was very sad to watch my savings go back mm. down to where it was yeah. but i also enjoyed you know working part-time yeah. <laughs> just, just I don't know that I did anything productive with that time, but I wasn't. Yeah. You know, working, oh no, the, the so government got the government got finessed all of 2020 because there's a lot of people <laughs> that pulled out those fucking PPE loans and they know they didn't need that shit. No, the government's gonna come get them though. Yeah, That's so sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, little, that little failing candle business is going. <laughs> when you, you talk, when you like, yeah, days. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the wild thing is like, that's the thing is like when you had to go and do taxes for this year, all that shit. Right. Yeah. All that. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people's sports cars. I was like, why would you, why would you do that though? It's like, if you did, if you committed this crime and you know, it's a crime, you're not that stupid. Nobody's that dumb. You know exactly what the fuck you're doing. You're like, oh, I'm going to go buy a brand new Maserati. I don't know. That's the only luxury car I could think of. You're gonna go buy a brand new Maserati and a house and some other stuff, and it's like that's not what you yeah. do. Well, that's the that that, that and then that's the thing too that I, a lot of people did. It's like yes, because of all this month kind of free money was floating around. 
people upgraded their lifestyles. Here's the problem. Uh, when you have to go back to your regular ass job, <laughs> when the pandemic was over, you right. can't afford that lifestyle that you set yourself up for because you're not making that same kind of money. When you were making more money on unemployment than you were at the bar that you worked at, you ain't gonna be able to continue that lifestyle that you had while you were making that extra like $800 per month. Right. But there's some people who manage to have the best of things, but never have food in their fridge. And I need to know who, how they do these things. You, Cause you black, so you know these people. It's like, they always have the best shit and it makes you mm. feel really like, mm-hmm. like, what am I doing wrong? Right. But you know, they don't go to work, but they always have weed and they always have alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> they never have any food in their house, nope. but they have the biggest fucking TV. And I'm just like, how did you even get that? Like, how does that, how does that work? Because they starving. That's how you stay. <laughs> they don't eat. They don't eat. That's why they fucking up there buying uh, uh, packs of ramen noodles because they got a fucking five hundred dollar car payment. And like they, whether they use like rent a center or something. Like I refuse. Yeah, I refuse. Like, have you ever looked at the prices of the of how much oh. you're going to pay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, like rent furniture is like five hundred dollar TV. Nah, bro. <laughs> Just nah. if you don't have five hundred dollars, you, you don't need that TV. <laughs> no, I buy, if I ever buy any like kind of furniture, I buy it off Amazon and I make payments because that's the best way you can do it. Buy it off Amazon, find you a nice couch or a nice TV or whatever, and do it in installments. That's how you can have nice shit. <laughs> and you have it paid off, and it'll be yours. Not you don't have to give it back after you're done with it, motherfucker. You have them like knocking on your door mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, talking about where's my stuff. Because you know, bill collectors they oh, say they're now going to be able to come get you through social media. Yeah, I believe it. That's insane. I so all it. the all those forex traders that be trying, <laughs> that be liking your shit. You know what? Probably... But I'm cool with that because guess what? If you can come for me, and when you owe me money, I'm coming for you on social media. What's good? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you can get it from me. I'm when you owe me because that's that's the problem with these bill collectors. When they owe you, nowhere to be found. You can't find a fucking customer service number. Nobody has time. All the all the representatives are free and are busy, and you can't get in touch with nobody. But when you owe them, oh. They never stop calling. They'll call you six times a day. <laughs> and that's just in the morning. Like <laughs> I'm always like surprised because like sometimes people will call like my mom's house looking for me. Yeah. And I'm like, no, legitimately, I don't owe anybody but what I owe right now. And I make right. those payments. Right. All that shit's old. Statute of limitations. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Seven years. It's yeah. not even on my credit no more. That's how come I keep getting new shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think I, I got this Best Buy card because I owe you? I'm waiting on something to clear my credit right now. I got about three more months of that bitch gone. And I'm like, ah, y'all ain't getting jacked for me because. I'm like, what, make, what made you think that my 20-year-old self who said I worked at Avon was going to be able to pay this out? And if I couldn't pay your $200 then, We'll make you think I'm gonna pay eight hundred right? Yeah, like y'all, y'all, y'all added the interest. I told y'all, y'all should have known that y'all, y'all sol. I was like, I said my job was Avon. That's not yeah. a job. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whose fault is I it? I mean, now? you're basically a drug dealer as an Avon person. I mean, that's literally you might as well just put drug dealer down. That's basically what you're doing. I was not good at it at all. <laughs> I bought, I bought mostly for myself. <laughs> People kept trying to pay me in their laundry quarters. And I said, you know what? This is enough. Uh-huh. I don't want to do it. Uh-huh. But now the IRS wants you to um, report, you know, your illegal dealings. So if you are out there dealing drugs, 
or you know hustling in a way that is not legal, you need to report it on your taxes. <laughs> Yo. Sadly, there's a motherfucker out there that's like, oh, I'm going to make my business legit. I'm going to report this. No, bro. That's not how it works. You're going to make it legit as in you're legitimately going to be behind bars. Is what's like we found him. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. Jesus. <laughs> so is a, was, was comedy... I, I do random segues. has nothing to do with anything. So was comedy a way... <laughs> Does it help with your mental health? Because I remember saying that you were like a veteran. Yeah. And I don't know if you, because there's some vets who obviously were, you know, in the service and like did, yeah. did work. But then there's some of you who, you know, went somewhere and saw some shit. Yeah. And I don't know what, I don't know which type you were. But I was, you know, the, I was a, that was the, the latter, or the, the latter. Yeah. So yeah, you saw some shit. Yeah, yeah. I saw some shit. Yeah. Saw a lot of shit. <laughs> Does comedy help, <laughs> uh, help with that? Comedy and THC helps a lot with that. Uh, <laughs> Thank God you're in California. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Uh honestly, and I, here's the thing too. Um I was uh like I, I I'm still prescribed, I take them from time to time, but I also prescribed a lot of uh, uh medications. But they weren't, they were like weird and they were like making me feel weird. My mental was like foggy and stuff like that. So I stopped taking them and then I like switched to marijuana and then my life just got way better mentally. Uh, which helps financially because you know when you have the mental capacity to like be out there and do what you got to do and it not overwhelm you then you can make more money because you can hustle a little bit more because your your mental state is is in a better place so like that's kind of what it did for me and like now like I mean like I said the VA still prescribes me shit but like I don't often take them unless it's like a really 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 rough day yeah yeah I've heard some of that I've I've had a friend or two that's had like maybe um I mean I probably have all kinds of undiagnosed medical mental disorders but um I've had a friend or two that had like bipolar disorder and stuff like that and they told me that their medication they didn't like taking their medication because it made them feel nothing mm-hmm. which is not a good feeling either no it's well, not it's just like there has to be some kind of balance or whatever and you know I told you I was studying to be a therapist and one of my classes was like psychopharmacology so it was just mm. like deeply about finding that finding what works for that person like I could give you a prescription for Prozac or whatever right. but I, or well I could, not as a therapist obviously you have to go to a doctor but the doctor yeah. can give you <laughs> can give you that prescription you know as you know for Prozac or something like that but if it doesn't work with you then it's right. not going to have you know the right it's, it's not going to have it's not going to have the right effect on you and that's not yeah. going to be helpful but yeah. apparently weed has the right well you know I don't know if it works for everybody, but as far as like me and, and a lot of people that I know who are also veterans, like pretty much all of them, you know, we tried basically went the same route, went to the VA first, you know, we didn't really talk to uh, um, a therapist, we talked to psychologists and immediately the psychologists in the, at the VA just basically start prescribing you shit. You come in and say you're depressed, they surprise, you know, start Zoloft or whatever, some kind of form of antidepressant. And if you say like you have some like kind of chronic pain medication, medic- they just throw a bunch of pills at you, which of course you take because you're like, all right, a doctor told me to take it, I'm gonna take yeah. it. But then you start feeling like it doesn't work for you because it's just like a basic, you know, uh, uh, prescription, you know, for just like whatever symptoms that come with depression or whatever, and like, it doesn't work with you. Like 
some people with antidepressants don't work on you you had to find some other way and for me that was the way, the way i found like marijuana usage has definitely made my life a lot better do they put did they did they like tr- try to prescribe any kind of like cognitive behavioral therapy along with the medication or is it just like here's a pill it's going to fix it because i really. know that a lot of, typically like the, pills good. work better with talk therapy they work better with some sort of Nah, not CBT really. Or that's something. that's something that I would have to do on my own. Like you wouldn't. I mean, they, I think they have uh, therapists at the VA, but like they're basically the same as a psychiatrist. There, like they'll talk to you for a second, and then they'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, this pill might." <laughs> basically, like, <laughs> you're like, "That's not what I came here for. I came here for you to talk to me, not give me right. more pills. But you give me more pills. Like that's pretty much what happens." That's messed up but I've seen some people with with other medical issues who are veterans like my friends my friend's dad had needed a surgery and he had to go through the VA and it was it was weird watching him in a hospital bed fussing with the people on the phone I'm like I'm in the hospital (laughs) that's that's something then they need to fix because this whole country's thing is supposed to be you know yay military yay support the military but it's yay support you while you're over there with your gun but not support you when you get back home get back yeah (laughs) when you're a regular person get over there and kill some people but after you do that we're not gonna take care of that you you deal with that yeah you figure that out on your own like you deal with that yeah it's yeah (laughs) it's it's pretty crazy i don't understand uh like but i also but i I say i don't understand but i also do because like if you're looking at it which is sadly you shouldn't be because these are people but like when you look at the va as like a business you're trying to get quick turnaround so you can't have people in there seeing a bunch of therapists like that but if you can get them in and out by like hey prescribing them a pill that they can take to maybe make them feel better that's the quickest solution so it's all about efficiency getting people in and out so, so you know so you can say that you saw them so there's no like you can't sue them be like oh they didn't see me or they didn't you know it's just like very basic efficiency nobody's like really getting like the only time you get like true 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 care is if you which is like the greatest thing that trump ever did was veteran choice because now that i can go outside of the va and get help for medical things especially like physical ailments or and or mental ailments like i can go see a therapist and stuff like that and the VA will pay for it that is a way better uh, um option because you get the attention that you actually need not just like somebody just you know efficiently trying to get you rotated so they can go to the next better you know what i'm saying oh he did something good yeah, i'm he so did. glad he helped you i don't he know what else help. he did but he did that I, <laughs> I i don't know what he did either he put something in the water okay i know he didn't help kevin McAllister on home alone that one i know but i'm glad that he was able to help yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, you know, I you know i didn't vote for the guy but he definitely hooked it up when he made that happen i don't know why that's like you got, you got, you That's got a thumbs up. So you're not, so because you're in California, you probably don't get to see all the good Trump rallies that we still have here Yo, really? in Texas. Really? <laughs> yeah, they still have them. They wow. still have them. I saw some people standing on the side of the road with some signs just a couple months ago. And, 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 and what do they think that they're going to accomplish exactly? I think they're still waiting for this QAnon person. Oh boy. And John F. Kennedy Jr., which is very strange to me. I had to read it multiple times. So I was thinking they were uh, waiting for JFK. But I was like, uh, wait, JFK was the president. JFK Jr. was John John. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what he did other than be the president's son and be attractive to some women. That's just me. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to him. I have right. no idea. I'm ignorant right. of shit. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I was like, why are we waiting for John F. Kennedy Jr.? What did he do? 
Maybe uh, somebody could tell me. I don't know, yeah. but they, I've seen some Trump 2024 That's um, bumper stickers. I've seen, and I'm like, you don't have enough money. You don't have enough money for that. You don't have enough money to be supporting him. It doesn't even matter because he, no matter how many campaigns they have, like he probably likes to see it because he's an egomaniac, but he ain't trying to be the president again. He fucking hated being president. You he can must- tell he hated it. He only liked being on TV like, like every day. That's really all he cared about. But like, as far as actually the job, please, he didn't want it. He didn't, I, you could tell when he even got inaugurated, he was like, oh, I I just wanted like he just wanted the he just wanted the bragging rights he didn't actually want the job you know yeah so like all this Trump 2024 bullshit it's not happening people like he's not coming back he ain't he can't be president again he's trying to be a mogul because you can't make billions of dollars when you're the president but you can make billions of dollars when you're just Trump the ex-president now multimedia conglomerate owner I didn't know anything about him other than he was just a rich white man, which as a poor black person, I should not like him. But I remember you read, I read his book, one of his books when I was younger. I can't remember what it was called. The Art of the Deal. I think I have that book. Okay. I have that book. And, you know, I used to watch, what was his, whatever his reality show was, You're Fired. I used to watch that all the time. Oh, The Apprentice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was just like, you know, I was like, he seemed like, you know, a person to know or whatever. We just assume that a lot of people are racist. Um, <laughs> just on GP. Like, they probably don't really like you, but we're going right. to like you if right. you're in my circle. Like, you right. know, we'll protect you in the circle, I guess. I but I if it goes down, it. I'm going to put a collar on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, you notice, you notice he, uh, Trump was like, oh, Epstein? Oh, I never met him. What are you talking about? I, never, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't hang out with him come on he's not even on my level yeah then they brought up the logs it was like it's like six trips he's like oh i oh that island oh yeah i guess i did go there oh, we oh were, i mean i was yeah. invited i didn't yeah. really know where i was i just got on the plane right i didn't know where we we're yeah. going i just knew there was gonna be drinks and babes <laughs> i mostly stayed in my hotel room i don't know what the others did i, I stayed in, I, I kept to myself it was my own personal thing <laughs> Who tried to deny all like every, every connection you ever had with that dude, knowing he was buddy buddy as fuck with that dude? <laughs> but wouldn't you like who? Oh, of course, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Once you once all, especially once the documentary came out, oh hell yeah, I'd be like, uh, sever everything, burn it all. Like I want no record <laughs> of me ever even like like I don't even fuck if we were just at the same restaurant and I <laughs> like <laughs> did that receipt and throw it away. I don't want no connection to him at all. <laughs> I do that kind of shit now with just like regular people, like high school people. That's what I'm like saying. what? Was that me? I, I don't remember. I did we go to school, school together? I wish I did not know. Sure. <laughs> did we go to school together? Yeah. What was your name? I, 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 I purposely forget school. people's names. I know. Sometimes people come to me when, like, when I go back home, they're like, oh, we were to high school together. I was homeschooled, so I don't think we know each other. They're like, no, nah, man, we had so much passing about it. Breath. The only person that ever taught me was my mom, so I don't know. <laughs> tell you, bro. Like, maybe I just have one of those faces that looks familiar. <laughs> you, know, you can break out the yeah. <laughs> you yeah, you can break out the yearbook and be like, "That's you right there." I'm like, I don't know who that is, bro. That's just somebody look like me. You ever do that with girls? What's that? <laughs> what we went out on a what? You saw me win. 
No, you know what? Uh, that's one thing that I do pride myself in. I'd never lie to women. Has that gotten me into some hairy situations? Yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather tell you the truth and have you hate me than a lie and then like you go crazy trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the worst. When somebody like, you know, fucking acts one way and then all of a sudden does a complete 180 and then they don't tell you anything or why or what happened you're just like left there to wonder that makes you go crazy so i'd rather just tell you the truth even if it like fucking puts me in a doghouse or in an early grave whatever <laughs> please not a grave please yeah. don't go total his car or yeah. total his girl's car because that's what happened to my first car apparently yes. my uh ex was with someone else and I didn't know I just thought they were friends I was like whatever and apparently she felt differently so <laughs> she fucked up my shit um <laughs> I'm like okay I guess that's kind I mean, of worse. If, I, if I had known you could have just asked honestly <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> sometimes the other woman doesn't know Oh, sometimes she do i was completely oblivious he said his best friend was a girl i said cool my best friend in high school was a dude whatever right <laughs> i was like whatever but nah. apparently they there was something else to that yeah she out here doing damaging cars she was not playing around <laughs> as long as it wasn't my face so you your the title the official title of your episode is a big girl's guide to establishing boundaries which is oh, super important yes and you picked big girl rule number 144 be vigilant they always come back why did you mm. pick that well <laughs> here's uh i now in my experience when it comes to uh, 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 uh life in general it's always a person that does you the wrongest that when they, if they have any kind of uh, uh, um, guilt response or any kind of you know conscience, they mm-hmm. usually try to come back and and be in your life in some way. Um, however, uh, as far as like romantic relationships go, I've never had a, a person. Well, that's not true. I've had like one or two girlfriends try to come back, but usually they stay gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's me or, you know, <laughs> you know? and that's not, and that's another thing too, is like, that's why I don't like these uh, romantic movies where like the guy rushes in and has like this big romantic speech and she gets the girl back. That ain't real life. Okay. If anything, yeah. all it does is like make the other person, like, especially women just creeps them out. They're like, why is this person here? What are they doing? <laughs> I broke up with them. Like this guy's clearly crazy. They never get back. <laughs> it never works out in real life. No. Have, have you tried it? Have you seen it happen? Oh, in yeah. life? No. no. Did you say anything, somebody? What did you do? Oh man. <laughs> oh, I've done all the classics. I've done uh, the, the the pleading text, uh, the pleading calls, the show up at your job or show up like someplace randomly and, and try to surprise you with like a gift and like a heartfelt speech. None of it works. <laughs> None of it works, Jennifer. I'm telling you, none of it works. No one cares. Every girl is just like, ill, get away from me. You're disgusting. You're weird. You're desperate. Get out of here. That it, is only look, it only looks good in the movies. It only looks good in the movies. When you're in real life, it just makes you look crazy. I didn't get that vibe from you, but okay. <laughs> oh, I don't, here's the thing. No, I don't do that anymore. This is very much a younger, this is very much younger because I've been very much jaded by uh, romance 
over the years. But yeah, when I was like in my early twenties and teens, yeah, that was I was always the guy that was trying to do like the the get you back speech after I broke <laughs> the big romantic gesture. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. Girls want right, right. We just want this huge thing that happens, and we want you to write our name in the sky and. Um. The only time that works out is if you're proposing to him. Like, that's probably the only, I probably would have got all my girlfriends back if I'd have, like, just proposed to him with a big-ass ring or something. <laughs> uh, then again, probably not. <laughs> I made him more scared. I was like, okay. Uh, like, yeah. we broke up. Why is this? Right. Like, why would you think breakup equals marriage? With Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you temporarily. Why would I right. want you forever? Forever. <laughs> Yeah, the logic is not there. That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, when you see it in the movies, it's like, that's not what would happen. They would <laughs> all the on you. That's so crazy. Showing up at their job, like, embarrassing them away, showing up with flowers and doing, like, the big I want you back speech in front of their entire staff. No. But I think not secretly, works. not all women, but I think some, and maybe sure. some dudes too. I don't know. Sure. It's 2022. Um, I think, <laughs> think that we want that think yeah. that we would enjoy it and then if it was to happen it'd be like oh why you though why couldn't it been you know jared right. <laughs> we don't want chris to do it we want it right. to do it no that's you know what that's i, I that's that's true i bet you because there's always uh like i think for everybody especially like you know relationship there's always like that one person that you kind of feel like got away or whatever like if they were the person that did the heartfelt i want you back speech you probably say yes but everybody else is like man get out of here you're crazy you're weird (laughs) so how do you establish those boundaries with either people that you've pretty much cut off and might let them back in or that you just like cut off completely or even people that you do want in your life but you just like over over there I guess because my biggest thing is like, okay, so when it comes to romantic relationships, like you, as far as me personally, as far as like if I were to get back with somebody, you only have a three to maybe six month window of like possibly me saying yes or like wanting to be back with you. Because of course, you know, when you first break with somebody, there's feelings there still deeply if you actually cared about the person, which you, most of the people that I choose to date, I usually have. I develop pretty, you know, uh, uh, significant feelings for because that's who I am. I don't want, I don't want to waste time if I'm going to like put that kind of uh, uh, effort into a relationship. So you got like a, like I said, a three to six month window after that, like once I start the process of getting over you and then I get to the point of getting over you, if you come back like a year later, it's that's done. Like I'm like, I've already <laughs> moved on. I've already, you know, done everything I had to do mentally, physically to like get over you. So like, there ain't going to be any love there. I can still see you in like, be attracted to you and maybe have sex with you but like that's <laughs> that's it and that's only because i'm a guy like i don't know how it works with women but like i'm a dude we're designed to have sex with like 80 percent of women on the planet so like yeah if, if i was attracted to you once i might still be physically attracted to you but as far as like being in a relationship with you no and friends and stuff like that as far as boundaries i respect is a big thing for me i'm a southern boy so you know respect manners and all that shit is like a big thing to me and if I feel like the, the friendship is one-sided where I'm doing everything for you and, or every time you need me, I'm there for you. But when I need you, you ain't there for me. Yeah. Then I cut that off. Or I keep you a very, very basic level friendship. Like I might invite you to my birthday party, but like if I were to get married, you ain't going to be at the wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just levels to the shit. 
<laughs> there's levels to being friends with Chris. Oh yeah, absolutely. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I have a very close friend. I have. I've, I always tell people I have like two friends, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm just like it's like you know there's. I have people that I call friends, and so it would make me feel bad if they really think that they're like closer to me than they are. But yeah. it's like there's only like a couple of people in this world, other than like my children, mm-hmm. that I would like go out of my way for. Like yeah. I used to be that person that would go yeah. out of my way for like everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. But like now I'm just like, mm. which is another well, reason why I don't date because, because I don't want to know your problems. Right. It takes it takes <laughs> things like that kind of like generosity gets taken advantage of even people don't sometimes they don't even mean to do it but they just do because that's who they are and when you get that if that happens to you enough times you do kind of get you think you build up a wall like my yeah. uh my lady right now is like oh don't don't you know you can't she's like you can't walk around that way I was like um actually I can because if I'm giving to everybody and I get anything back that's a waste of my energy that's a, that's draining me I yeah. gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta take care of me first. That's like literally the most basic human instinct is survival. So that's part of my survival. So if that means that like, I gotta put up a wall until somebody shows me that they are actually gonna try to be my friend and not just use me for like who I am or who I might know, then the wall will come down. But I gotta have that wall up because I'm not just gonna be out here just being like giving all my energy and time to people for them to not give to not, I mean, and it shouldn't be like, you know, she was saying, well, it should be a give and take relationship. But it's like, actually, yes, it should be. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. actually, yes, it should be. Yeah. She's like, you shouldn't just give and expect something back. It's like, I don't expect anything back. But like, if I'm always giving to you and you give nothing to me, what's the point of this relationship? You're, you know what I'm saying? Like the benefit is only one-sided. There's nothing like, it's not truly a friendship if uh, if only one person is benefiting from it. It's you gotta be I mean? mutually beneficial. Yeah. If I don't get anything from you, right. whether that be that I always know that you're somebody I can talk to, whether that be that you got cash from me every day, right. whether, you know, whatever that thing is, if you give me nothing and I give you life, yeah. like right. part of me, yeah. you are the gift all year long. I don't know, I just said it. <laughs> if I don't give you that part of me, then yeah. it's like, what's the point? Because yeah. I've been, I've totally been, you know, the sweet girl, the girl yeah. that gives everything. I love everybody, blah, blah, blah. And now I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to realize at some point you're like I can't keep giving and giving and giving and leaving nothing at all for myself and I tell Absolutely. my kids that all the time when you look in for friends like it's yeah. good to be nice yeah. but it's like if the friendship or relationship is not mutually beneficial like there's no point like all my friends people that I call my friends are my friends for a reason I get something right. from them right it might you know it's it's usually not just like connections or something like that, even though yeah. they might have connections. I use, yeah. I don't deal with people like that. Like there's something else that they give me. Like, I know I can call my best friend and I know she would do literally anything for me, but yeah. she know the same thing about me. And that's, right. and she's probably the only person <laughs> like other than my kids. I would and, like do anything for them. And every, I think too, and another thing is too, that we get, uh, mixed up socially is like everybody thinks that like to cut somebody off or not to be friends with them you have to like dislike them that's not true you can completely still like them as a person or 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 or, 
or respect them as a person, but just understand that they're not truly your friend or they're not truly somebody that you want in your life and just keep it cordial, especially if you got to see each other on a somewhat regular basis or if you're like in the same business or whatever, like you still be nice and still be cordial. You just ain't inviting them out for drinks after work or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just levels to it. Just mean you keep it very surface level yeah. uh, 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 acquaintances. That's all it is. Everybody doesn't deserve to be in your orb. <laughs> Everybody yeah, doesn't And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person or whatever. They're just not a person that fits in your life. And you don't have to like try your hardest to keep them there when like there's no use for them there. Because it can be a lot of work. Like relationships yeah. are, you know, work. Like there is a certain level of commitment that you don't have to do. Specifically, adult relationships are a lot of work. Yeah. When you have, if you've had, you know, that childhood friend that you've grown up with and that's like your best friend. All those people that have that life or that kind of friend in life are lucky. But those who like don't have friends they grew up with or you're trying to make new friends as adults, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of energy. It's basically like being in a romantic relationship again, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're meeting somebody new. So if I'm putting that kind of effort in, I need to see uh, 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 some, some, some kind of like return in my investment because yeah. I ain't got time for that life is too fucking short and it gets even shorter every year that you fucking live you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah it is it's too short to get nothing from it like it's like know. why are you in my life if you're just borrowing shit from me right <laughs> <laughs> you know and, what I mean and here's the thing too even people like that they like take 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 they do have a place in your life because sometimes there are moments where like or at least for me uh, uh there are moments where like I need to feel needed. And those are the kind of people that you want to have in your life. But that's still temporarily, you know what I'm saying? Like when I need to feel a little bit needed and I have that person in my life, I might, you know, say I hook them up. But then after that, after I don't need to feel needed no more, we go. And I, have I guess that. that's something you get from it. So, you know, whatever. I be having that issue with my mom and like her friends. It always seems like she, for like the longest time, it's like she had somebody to take care of. So yeah. it's like when she was younger, she had like, nephews and nieces and cousins to take care of and then she had my sister and then she had me so then she had us and my dad to take care of and then you know eventually she didn't have us as much but she had like my kids to take care of Mm -hmm. so I was the first one to have kids and then she had my sister's kids to take care of and then it's like now that we're you know everybody's more my kids are you know about to graduate high school and about to graduate college like my kids are older and her kid and my sister's kids are you know older and we're all just like more independent you know of everything it's like we don't need her as much but yeah. i'll see her get friends who be needing her and i'm like when are you gonna just focus on you like but i was like maybe that's just who you are some you people need that yeah some like to just... take care of people but she'll tell me she doesn't like to take care of people but i was like but those are the people that you attract the people that need a ride to the grocery store right. <laughs> those are your people that's what you like to do but and i just i, I can't but, make myself be that person i i honestly though i i i even with a person like that they even have their limits you know what i mean like they can be willing to help out help out help out but even they have their limits and i think even that complaining when she's like i'm tired of helping people out like that's her saying that she's at her limits but like because of her personality she can't like it's like almost like a a, a, a unconscious behavior where like you're just doing it because that's who you are but like even those people get tired i'm fucking nurses get tired you know what i mean like they signed up for the ultimate they're like the ultimate help a person out job you know what i'm saying but like they only work so many hours they can't work fucking 24 yeah yeah Yeah, i totally get that because i've always been that kind of person like the kind of like help you out kind of person and then i just dealt with people so long that it just felt like it was just draining me and there was never Mm. any me 
And so yeah. I'm like, I have two kids. Right. That's why I don't, this is the reason why I don't date because I'm scared of that. Like I'm scared of attracting that person that's going to need me. I'm like, oh, I don't want you. To- <laughs> I don't want you to need me. Like we can be, oh, it's weird. I don't want it. And I'm so scared because I was I like, the, the last guy I talked to, I think it was like five years ago. And, oh, and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to put myself in this position. It's like, if this don't work, like I'm yeah. done. Because he he would have definitely been a person that eventually would have kind of needed me or whatever. Because mm. he had kids and I had kids. But like me and my kids, we, we got a system. So <laughs> I was like, I'm good with mine. But yeah. he had like little kids. And I was just like, all right, if this shit don't work, right. I'm not I'm not fooling with dudes for a very long time. <laughs> it just seems like it's going to be so much work. You have to do that whole like get to know you shit. And, but that's what I'm saying. That's what the what hard thing like. about like, friendships <laughs> is. It's because like you're trying to like that's the thing too and, and on top of that too man that's why friendships are and that's why you have to be like the same way you're choosy with who you date you have to be choosy with who you become friends with because like if you're in a relationship now you're putting energy into a romantic relationship and if you're trying if you've got friends you're trying to have a social life you're putting energy into a, 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 a social relationship and on top of that you're putting trying to put also that same energy into whatever career path that you're on so even if you have a job and you have like your dream job that's still you still got to focus on that to keep the dream job so that's three different parameters of like focus where truly all of those could have 100 percent of your focus they'll probably need to to like truly thrive but like you're deciding to divvy it up that's a lot of work that's a lot of mental capacity and you can't just be friends with a bunch of people like that's just you like, can't and i can't, can't. I don't have that mental capacity. I don't have it no. anymore. I don't have I don't have the bandwidth no. <laughs> to deal with all those people's problems. That's another reason why I don't I don't even make no. another I don't make a lot of new friends either. I don't even have the bandwidth. <laughs> I'm like you. I don't even have the bandwidth to remember a new face when I meet them. Like I see people, I'll meet them and then like two weeks later they'll be like, Oh, we met before. I'll be like, <laughs> like you and like and if they like break it down how we met, then it might come back. But if they don't remember how we met, then I'm like, well, good to know you now. Oh, <laughs> nice to meet you again. I don't know what, <laughs> don't know what to say. Yeah, That's where the yeah. acting skills come in. Yeah. It's like, hey, oh, I don't even yeah. know. I don't play around. Like, do I'm, at, nope. I'm done oh. with that. I tell people straight up truth. Like, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I see a lot. I meet a lot of people. I meet a lot of faces. You're going to have to refresh me. That's the, you know what I'm saying? And that's not to like insult anybody. That doesn't mean like yeah. you're not a remarkable person. Just like, but I'm an entertainer. So I'm meeting every day that I go out to work or every day I leave the house I'm meeting several people like and your brain can only remember certain people's faces and if I don't see you on a regular basis I'm not gonna fucking remember you if I see you yeah. then like I don't see you again if I meet you once and I don't see you again for like another month you can't expect me to remember you I'm sorry dude. like or if I was like <laughs> that happened to me in uh I was in the, doing a festival in Utah and one of the uh, uh comedians there is also an LA comic and we had met before but this was like four months ago and like I introduced, I saw him and I just like introduced myself to him. I was like, you know, saying my name. And you could tell he kind of had that look like we met before, but I was just like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, I, I, <laughs> and he finally like told me how we knew each other because it finally came back to me once I saw him on stage. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess we did meet because that's how I saw you was like on stage. And then we like barely spoke after you got off stage. But like, yeah, it's just your brain doesn't. You know, especially as you get older, like you can't just have time to be remembering every fucking face that you saw. Like, sorry, you don't. It's very hard. Yeah, like no. It's <laughs> like asking me, oh, name everybody that's on your Facebook fan page. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I don't. I just have to go through. I'm like, how do I know you? I might you give you like- ten. I might be able to give you ten. That's a, <laughs> that's off <all> top. <laughs> that's just off top. It's a very sketchy ten. It might be more like eight. You know what I'm saying? It is awkward when people remember you and you don't remember them because I had that happen to me at an event a couple months ago, and they were like, "Hey!" But sometimes they just remember me by my best friend right. because I'd be with her, so they know okay. that I'm her friend. So they're like. Oh, you're Sharan's friend and you're Sharan's little sister. And I'll be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But then they yeah, expect me like, to remember who they yeah. are. <laughs> they're like, wait for you, like, yeah, hey. we met at that. <laughs> I'm like, where do I know you from? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, PK. And I'm like, right. oh, I'm so glad you remember me. Okay, good. Cool. From yeah. So apparently you know my best friend. So that's why you know me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I yeah, also two people getting offended by that. Like, stop it. Stop. <laughs> and like, it's, it's often I don't people... care if you're celebrity or like the most famous person in the world. Like, stop it. All right. It's often people that I don't even like really like super interact with. This is like you saw me in that space. Right. And you know, really, you know yeah. what I mean? So we were yeah. in the same room at the same time, and you know somebody that I know, but I don't. That's always like, isn't that the, always the the awkward thing was like somebody friend requests you or 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 follows you on Instagram or like comes up to you and talks to you as if they know you like saying your first name and everything, and you know like you know one hundred percent you never actually spoke to them until this moment. Yeah, and it's like don't do that. Like you just met. <laughs> Introduce yourself first. Like just because you follow me on it, like like you can follow me on Instagram and then I can meet you the next day. But don't expect that I know you just because you follow me on Instagram because like Especially I don't go and look. Instagram. Yeah, I, I even if I look at your page to see who you are to follow, it doesn't mean I, I stuck that shit in my memory to be like, oh, next time <laughs> I see this person, I'm gonna be like, what's up? Like, nah. You really? and you know they don't look like their picture anyway. Their picture yeah. might not even be their picture. It's them scuba diving. Yeah, I'll like if somebody <laughs> follows me. Usually, the only time I even look at their page to see like if I might know them. But if they don't look familiar, I don't commit that shit to memory. I'm just like, all right, that's a person that follows me now. Cool. I got a new follower and then I move on. Especially Instagram, like Facebook, yeah. you can kind of look them over before and then decide whether or not you're going to keep them. But like Instagram is just, you know, whoever. And you're like, oh yeah, I got a follower. Oh, I lost one. It was a Forex trader. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Forex. I got like four new followers today and they were all that. They all wanted to teach me how to do crypto whatever yeah, the fudge that is i just got to do regular money if it's not a regular it's not if right. you can't you know cash or card yeah that's just <laughs> i mean here's the it's, it's it sounds like a great idea but we know that shit is gonna backfire i don't have enough money to know about that yeah like i feel like that's like there's always poor people that try to tell me about these things but yeah. i feel like that's for you know yeah Elon this- musk <laughs> there was a comic in Utah that was telling me about it. He's like, man, you gotta, he's like, you gotta get on these Zoom shows, man. Like, you gotta do these like corporate Zoom shows, man. They pay you in fucking uh, 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 crypto coin and shit like that. I was like, no, I'm good. I'll take cash money or <laughs> yeah. I want my shit traceable because all this bullshit I'm about, like, because it's gonna, I feel like when it fails, it's gonna be a bunch of people trying to get their money back and they're gonna be like, <laughs> it's in the cloud. It's in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you can find it, it's yours, but we can't give it to you because our like, business has a Bitcoin and it's yeah. like y'all just making up shit now. And I was like, so what we can do? Can I just make up stuff? Can I just oh, call yeah. my bank and be like, you know what? I don't have wait, wait, wait. 294. Wait, wait, you're asking if we can make shit up now? Do you have you not heard of this thing called the Church of Scientology? Because that's made up. That's 100% made up. That's all somebody did was like, 
he was a fucking fucking uh, 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 science science fiction uh, novel writer, and he made a religion. That's all he did. He just makes stuff up. He just made it up, and he a lot of stuff is just made up. A lot yeah. of very valid things are yeah. very quite made up. Yeah. <laughs> Scientology See, is very weird to me, and I'm not gonna get them on me. I'm scared. Yeah, but <laughs> they can come for me. They can come for me. I ain't got no money. I ain't got. I don't know. I, I got to be friends with Leah Remini. They right? might, you know, they might come for me because they, you know, because like, you know they shoot their own like advertisement and shit like that for within the the church. Yeah, and so like they'll put a lot of their their casting. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they put a lot of their, their like their casting things on like casting sites and shit like that. They're called I think their company's called uh the Golden Circle Productions. Golden that Circle. sounds scary as fuck. Yeah. Well, what they do is like, so, but here's the thing though, for what I've I I, I I haven't done any uh, uh gigs with them because I'm afraid they're gonna try to recruit me. But from what I, I've talked to a couple people that have uh done a couple of their their things, which is weird to me, but they're not and they're not Scientologists, but like he's uh, this dude was telling me he's like they pay well. Money spins, okay. Yeah, they, they, they pay well <laughs> and they pay you on time, like within like three days that you complete the job. He's like, okay. but the downside is they do try to get you to do like the fucking Dianetics test or whatever. To see, you know, they try to recruit mm-hmm. you. I was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I no, I got to be friends with Lee and Remini before yeah. I can. So, so what you, yeah, what you, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because essentially it's like, oh, if I do this commercial for you, then you recruit me. I'm basically giving you your money back because that shit costs money. Like it's not a it does? top three. Yeah, oh yeah, Scientology costs a lot of money. Oh, oh yeah, every level gets like, dude, you got to watch that uh, documentary. They got to check her. <laughs> they check like, my credit and be like, not her. She don't bro, have it. Bro, people have <laughs> literally have gone into bankruptcy trying to pay for Scientology because like every level that you get or like, you know, the spiritual whatever like different levels like you got to pay a certain amount of money so like the first level is i think it's like four thousand dollars and the next level is like fifteen thousand and just keeps going up until you reach eight which nobody's ever reached eight except for the head of the organization who's clearly a and you never will no you'll never get to eight there's no way because they don't even (laughs) here's the thing from what i've seen as far as documentaries it's like once you get to like once you get past like level four, they don't even really like there's levels to go to eight, but they don't really have any parameters after four. So like they basically <laughs> just like they try to keep people around like four and be like, oh yeah, you messed up here. So you got to go back down to three and then work your way back up to four or like mm-hmm. you didn't do enough hours of work for, you know, the next level. So you got to stay at four until you, you know, like they always find a way because they don't have anything past four. You got to like get jumped out. Is it, you got to get jumped out. Like how do you, you get that? <laughs> Uh, yeah. from what from what I've seen, the only way to get out of Scientology is to escape. Oh my God, where do Literally, you go? You have to escape. Like there was where some you stuff. Go? You just have to get away. That's basically once you like, if you can get away from, because like his day, they 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 will like show up at your house or whatever. They won't like physically try to get you to come back. They'll like try to come and talk you into coming back. But like the only way you can get out is just by escaping because they have these like facilities that once you're in like. Like you, you can't leave the facility. You can leave the facility. Okay. But like you, if they have a feeling that you're trying to get away, like everything is monitored. So you always have like somebody watching you at all times. Basically, that's how they keep control and shit. There's always somebody monitoring you or like sponsoring you. And so everything you do is always scrutinized and, and under surveillance. So like if you live outside of the church, of course, you can you know, go to your house and shit like that. But if they have, if there's any indication that you might be trying to leave the church entirely like if you've even spoken with somebody either somebody reports it 
And they do be snitching on each other. Oh, yeah, they be snitching on each other hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the brainwashing. They make that's sure that's crazy. how they keep you accountable because they make motherfuckers like believe because like the way they basically make it seem like it's like they start shunning you. They start basically making it seem like you're trying to like you're a cancer in the body of that is Scientology. So if you talk about anything negative about Scientology, immediately they start shunning you. They start and that's the thing too. That's what sucks because like if you have family or friends that are in Scientology, if you leave the church, that's it. You don't have no contact with them. They can't talk to you. I can't, they have, they have a name for what they call the people that leave. It's like a really negative thing, but I can't remember what it's called. But basically once you're that, there's no more, you can't talk to anybody that has anything to do with Scientology ever again. That's, it's, and maybe I don't want to, maybe I shouldn't. That's the fucked up thing about it, right? It's like, it's like, you if you do stay long enough to like develop these friendships or a, a friend or whatever then like you can't have it anymore you would think that like once you're trying to escape that means you don't want nothing period to do with Scientology but it's a double-edged sword because like you like the people that be you may have met just not the organization that they're a part of now I can cut people off that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at I mean, that truthfully, that's how I, I that's how okay. I think I feel too like you know, so I can understand if you were like a child raised in Scientology and then left. But like, if I joined as an adult and then I like decided to leave, and then the people that I met and became friends with was like, I can't talk to you anymore. I'm like, good, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I'm done, like, like, I'm done with Scientology. And if you're part of Scientology, guess what? Go fuck yourself. I don't want mm-hmm. nothing to do with it. You know, this what I mean? sounds like a lot of work too. Um, I can't do anything that sounds like more work. Oh, it's a lot of work. And that sounds like a whole hell of a lot of work. And then can you imagine them just like showing up at your house? Like, you want to let us in? Like, no, nigga. Like, we For real. Because that's like how vampires get in there. You have to fight them. So no, because then they just feel like they come in and out. But this is the wild thing. So here's, uh, I don't know, like I said, you got to watch this. It's called, it's on uh, HBO. It's called Going Clear. But they do, like, they, like, if you leave the church, no matter what level you're at, if you leave the church, they start doing, like, smear campaigns. They'll, like, set up websites dedicated to, like, trashing you. They'll fucking go through your trash and, like, record you at home and shit like that. Yes. They do all We're kinds of wild shit. Too. Just anybody, like if, if you got a job, they try to like make you like they try to get people like they'll like send le- random le- or uh, anonymous letters to like your bosses and shit like that, saying that like, you're a bad person or that like, you're stealing from the company or like I'll spread just basically they're just trying to like they basically just try to destroy your life if you try to leave. Is Scientology at all related to Christianity? I I think some of its bases are based in like is there Christianity? A God they do have a in their in their. In their they don't believe in God as far as like Christians believe in God, but there is some Christian uh, 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 pieces that are in Scientology because they do have a cross in their symbol for Scientology. They don't sound like Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's definitely no Jesus involved. No, not at all. I wouldn't come. I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a Christian, but also I know they don't sound like Jesus. Right. <laughs> that is so that's so scary. That's frightening. Yeah. I, I watched some documentary about like Lululemon. That sounds a lot like that. And yeah. there was some kind of weight loss thing. And at first I was listening to it and I was like, okay. We gonna lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm always up for a good diet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you I was like, oh, they make no. you fucking like, they like doing train your stomach if you need a cupcake. <laughs> fucking sticking tubes down your throat. You ate a cupcake. Kill yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm 
I'm down for a good stomach virus from now, you know. <laughs> I know, like, bro. Let me tell you something. You Free life, diarrhea, you know what I'm saying? A little diarrhea. You lose like 15 good pounds. I'm like, I'm good. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the best part of COVID. I lost like yeah. 10. Pounds. It was great. <laughs> it came great. Of COVID yeah. diet to to guarantee to make you lose weight. Struggling COVID. <laughs> if you get them both together, boop. So is there, I need to find an organization that like wants to draw me in and like pay for my like, like surgery or something. Like, is there a religion for that? Mm -mm. No, like Mm -mm. suck it, suck all the fat out. And then they can beat me. Like if I gain another pound, that's fine. I'll take it. Oh, you know what? You know what? what? There is a a religion that you could join. (laughs) It's called acting. If you join that religion, (laughs) all that will happen to you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as a woman. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, just I don't be know, a big I, name agent. You're good. I take solace in a lot of the women now. Like uh, that when I was a kid and I wanted to be an actress, I was always really, which I guess I still kind of am like psychologically like, oh, I got to lose this amount of weight before I go do these things, you right. know, but there are some, you know, people that out there that, you know, like back when I was a kid, it was like on all that, there was a actress named Lori Beth Denberg and I would yeah. look at her and I would secretly be happy for her and also hate her at the same time because I was sitting at home big. <laughs> going why is it not me you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I was like how come she can do it I'm I laughing because I was the same way with Kel Mitchell because he had a gap in his front teeth and when I was a kid I had a gap in my front teeth and I was like that could be me I'm that funny I'm that energetic I could be Kel Mitchell <laughs> that could be me but now I got like it was it uh man I told the story before but I I was this close I always say I was this close to me and all that just because I went mm. to an audition at Six Flags and right before I stood Ooh, up there so for had, hours. I'm still mad at my parents to this day because they didn't even take me to the audition. Like I ain't going to those <laughs> Six Flags. I ain't going all the way there across the damn to Arlington to go to Six Flags just so you can not. I was like, but I could be on TV. That's money. There's money in that. I could be on Nickelodeon. Do you understand? Know Nickelodeon is a, it's a big it's a big thing. Yeah, I stood in line for hours in that fucking heat pouring water on my head. Like I couldn't even drink my water. I was so hot. And then right before, like the guy, the kid before me got to go. And then that's when they cut it off. And then they handed me a piece of paper and said, oh. you can send in a videotape. And I was like, I don't have a kid. You ain't going to look at those videotapes. <laughs> I mean, of course, as a kid, that gives you hope or whatever. But like, as an adult, you know, damn well, they probably watched like five of them videotapes and was like, nope, we got who we looking for. Let's move right. on. I was pissed off. I was like, I don't own a camcorder. My family doesn't have that. Right. <laughs> and I was like, how am I going to make a video? Like I, I may or may not have made an audition tape for the real world. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I, I, I feel like every kid in the <laughs> 90s made an audition tape for the real world. You know what I mean? Like, did you make it? Did, which, which real world did you want to be on? Uh, real world Austin. Okay. It was like, you know, just like not too far away. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So like, it wouldn't be like a travel issue or something like that. Cause you know, we didn't have money like that, but I figured if I got on the show, of course they, I didn't know they were going to pay for translation and all that shit, but I figured I was like, you know what, at least Austin, I can just like, you know, just drive there get dropped off and you know, be all good. Yeah. And if I, think- I wanted to come home, I can come home every week or whatever. And I have to miss the show. I think the last thing that I sent, like it just a random audition was for the circle that show on Netflix. I was like, I could totally do this. I talk to myself all day long. (laughs) (laughs) 
I can yes. get paid to sit in an apartment and just have a conversation with me. Right, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Judge people and have a conversation about myself. Yeah. This was made yeah. for me. And they asked me, like, would you be, would you go in as yourself or would you, or would you catfish? And I was like, the first time I think I did it, I said I would catfish. Mm -hmm. But the second time I sent an application, I said I would just be me. I was like, y'all don't ever have any big girls be themselves. I'm going to go, I'm going to go be my, be my big girl self. Then they had a little person on there and I was like, oh, they found somebody. The big girl, little person is two different things, but still. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it's it's it's, it's it, as far as socially it's in a demographic of like hey we got we got some diversity yeah so that's really what it's about Indian just check, too, yeah, so check, oh really, yeah really oh double out. check the box oh. <laughs> oh as soon as she walked in the fucking producer probably busted a nut he's like oh we gotta get her on the show <laughs> so much money oh little person and indian oh mm-hmm. i'm so weird. i'm so i'm so woke i'm so woke <laughs> <laughs> they had a stud on there but she she decided i remember her yeah, yeah, yeah i remember her. <laughs> I was like oh why you can't she was good at it though she was she really was. good she had all them dudes tricked bro <laughs> she had them all underneath that wife beater she remembers what it was like ah she had them all <laughs> all of them was like trying to get at her everybody <laughs> so funny man it's weird when the when the guys get on there and they're they play the girl and they're really good at yeah, it too I'm- yeah. And then they're like, it's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, truly some fucking sociopaths out there, man. If you're like, I, it's cause like, here's the thing, at least with the, with, with the lesbian uh, chick, she was just pretending to be like an effeminate girl or whatever, but she's still a woman. But like, yeah. if you're a dude and like, you can convincingly play a, a, a girl or convince somebody that you're talking to online that you're a girl. Like, you. <laughs> Yeah, that's some that's some sociopathic shit, bro. Like you're, you're a murderer. <laughs> like, all you got to do is kill one person, and now you're a serial killer because that's all it takes. <laughs> it just takes one person. Just takes one. Just I had that one. question because my my um I've been watching a lot of Dexter. Yeah. Because one of my previous I would never have watched that show before, but one of my previous guests that said something about watching Dexter, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna check it out. But I was scared because I don't usually like to watch scary things that could happen in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and so this like the thought that there's somebody just wanting but he doesn't he only kills people who do bad things and i don't i haven't murdered anybody so i'm okay but the people that he with, kills uh, kill people that's so. true well <laughs> i used to be afraid of candy man so i saw the new movie and i was like oh he only kills white people i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you saw the new candy man but every if you're white in that movie you got killed that was it okay yeah. <laughs> so, Which so is, I don't know. Like it, it, it like kind of destroyed the whole scariness of Candyman because you know the original one, he was killing everybody. Like if you right. said his name in the mirror, you just got killed. But apparently in this movie, he only kills white people. So right? <laughs> it changed the legend. The validity in that because you know in a scary movie, right. the first person that's gonna die is the funny person. Right. The funny person, the fat person, and the black person. Yes. And if they happen to be all three, well, hey, got him <laughs> out of there. <laughs> <laughs> gross just went up <laughs> it was like i already know like i mean right. i'm the first to go so i guess yeah. this is where jordan peele's like no let it let the black people live this time For sure. <laughs> i mean it makes sense live. if you think about the legend that is candy man like it was a bunch of white men that like fucked him up and then he died so like if you came back as a spirit you probably haunt only white men it makes sense yeah makes sense that makes sense that makes sense i don't i don't pay attention too much to to the scary things yeah i i can't i i because i'll sit up and think about it and then i gotta watch yeah, it happy. that's true <laughs> well movies like like uh 
like a movie like uh, Candyman is not so scary because it's just like like a it's not like a like a haunting movie. Like my shit is like possessions and like hauntings. Like you know, uh, what's that movie? Uh, 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 the Conjuring. Like that first one I saw had me fucked up for like two weeks. Like every shadow in my house. <laughs> I had all the nightlights on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> go ain't getting me. <laughs> Have you seen um, Parasite? I haven't yet, but I'm going, it's, on, it's, on my, it's on my list. That is really, I've seen it a few times. That's really good. It's going to make you yeah. really think about like when you make it big and you buy your first big ass house, it's going to make you make you consider your life again. You're going to have to really go search around that house. Hell no. <laughs> Yeah, no. it's not yeah, scary no. it's, a, it's very funny it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's very good it's very it good yeah i've heard only good things about it so i'm definitely i definitely plan on watching it for sure like i even got my youngest son to watch it and he will not watch things with subtitles but he was like yeah, you know everybody him hates into on it. that but like i don't like honestly reading subtitles ain't that bad i mean if it's a good enough movie you read it quick and then you move on like you don't even notice after a while but no. you know he said my thing is i hate it when uh especially Netflix does that when it's like a clearly a foreign film and then they have like the English uh, voices dubbed over what they're clearly not speaking that right. annoys me like that clearly they're speaking another language like just give me the subtitles I don't need you dubbing the voice because it just looks stupid yeah you have to go in and like physically fix it because there's a show that I was watching for a long time it was called Samantha that's Brazilian I think okay and I was watching the English and I thought that's all that was there and then oh, okay. I went in and fixed it. So, so she would speak Portuguese. They would speak Portuguese. Yeah. And, so, and that made, but then I went back to the English because now I was like, now I don't know what's happening. <laughs> that sounds weird now. That's not what she sounds like at all. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 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 I want to, I want to be that person. I want to be the English voice for something. So you can call your people up at Netflix and tell them I want to be the English voice. <laughs> all my people i'm man I, 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 I had i had some emails but i've since um erased them because like you know i didn't want to i was like I, like what am i gonna do just like randomly text some executive at, at netflix and be like hey uh put me on a show they're gonna be like hey uh lose my email we'll be soon <laughs> netflix so got money me. that i ain't ever got <laughs> you remember me chris mack i did that thing yeah right? yeah I did that, that one little that little small role in that promo thing that doesn't even really have anything to do with you guys yeah come on come here. <laughs> it's got the next netflix brand on it so right. that's all that matters you that's you was on netflix yeah that's, I mean, that's all that matters it was seen on their youtube page so technically i work for netflix <laughs> <laughs> shoot we're gonna manifest it for you is what mm -hmm. they say manifest mm -hmm. manifest 2022 it's a new year so that's what we're doing now yeah. <laughs> well i have had the most fun talking to you and hello to whoever that is <laughs> girlfriend. The back, yeah. hey girlfriend <laughs> I, I don't i didn't see the front but she, she looked cute from behind good job um, <laughs> that's real supportive i like that i appreciate that <laughs> hey good that's hey we, we all look good from the back no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that's what i've heard i don't know yeah. um <laughs> i don't know not unless you're a dude with that big ball spot back there you know uh, like we still got the, the front but you ain't got the, <laughs> the 
That is so confusing to me. How well, somebody could look thing. like they got a head of hair. If I'm going to go bald, I'd rather it start from the back and then get to the front, not start from the front, then to the back. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I have a choice. <laughs> I don't know if there's a choice in the matter, but I've said if there is. So you want to start from the front and then go to the back? Which no, one? No, no, I want to start from the back and then go to the front. Because at least if the front's still there, you know what I'm saying? I can pretend I, you know, I don't have to like. You spray paint really it? Realize, like, no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, I'll probably, you know, do you know, monoxide or something like that, try to get it back if it, if it starts to go or whatever. I'll, I'll make an attempt, but if it ain't working, then, you know, I'll leave it alone. You'd but rather have it, the, okay. If it starts in the back, I still uh-huh. got the front okay. to, like, you know, I guess still feel like I got some hair. Because, you know, it, it, if it starts in the back, it does eventually start to go from the front, but at least it goes slowly in the front and then works its way, you know what I mean? <laughs> So you'd rather have the yarmulke than the George Jefferson? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Gotcha. 100%. 100%. <laughs> it, once it starts in the front, you just got to take, you got to shave it off. Because like if it's if it gets in the front, then it starts to head back and that's it. But yeah. you're black, so you have a very good chance that your head is all right to be bald. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I was worried because my father is bald mm-hmm. and my oldest brother was going bald. Uh, so I was like, oh shit, I might be next. But, uh, you know, 34 years old, almost 35, and uh, still full head. So, you know, <laughs> now. maybe you got your mama's jeans. You, look you know what I'm saying? Maybe, when I asked her, I was like, I was like, hey, does a bald one in my family? She or in our family? She was like, yeah, it does. But uh, I was like, oh, but this was like three years ago when I asked her that. And it's still, still here. So, you know, <laughs> holding on tight. We're holding on tight. Taking all the supplements I can. All the <laughs> <laughs> the biotins and the motherfucking collagens and all that shit. I, I'm trying to keep it here as long as I can. I'm looking at your head because usually yeah. I'm really good at telling if somebody's about to go bald. Like even yeah. little children, I can tell that baby's gonna uh, be bald when they grow up. Hilarious. I think I think you look like you'll be all right. Yeah, I look because yeah. I look at my kids too. I'll be monitoring them too because I'd be worried because <laughs> like on my kids' uh, biological father's side, there was mm-hmm. some baldness over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like my daddy and like my grandpa, full heads. So my oldest son, I know yeah. for sure, has my dad's hair. Yeah, my grandpa, Pretty. he had he had like the receding hairline, but it didn't like it wasn't like the full. It was like these little parts right here, like the little corners where it gone. But he still had you know the rest. And so I was like, you know, I'm fine. Not I, if my hair goes gray, I'm cool. Like if going gray is fine. I can spray paint and dye fucking you know gray, yeah. but bald you can't dye. That's just, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. They do fantastic gone. things, man. You can yeah. get that man. They put they can put a beard on you. <laughs> I was thinking about giving me a fake beard though, because this shit is Don't not. You do it. I mean, I, I put all the oils on it, and it's not coming through. So I don't know. I'm Consult not... with your girlfriend on this, but my brother just have a smooth baby face. Don't yeah, you yeah, yeah. You true. You true. When that glue starts on on it healing, you see the edge of my beard start to appear. Like, oh, I gotta go get it redone. <laughs> <laughs> you got to carry around nail glue in your bag yeah, so yeah, that you can. Cannot... My man wig is fading. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful with that because yes. there's a lot of guys on Instagram. They show now where they glue their hair on. You're just like, yeah. oh my god, this for men too. Which I've always said that men are very sneaky yeah. about what they look like. Like y'all can fool the hell out of people. But <laughs> well, I mean, that's all we got though. Like, really, like, there's nothing else that a man can really do to like try to look much younger, look better. It's like the man, the man, the man, fucking wig is that. That's that's probably about it. Or or that that and that and lifts. That's like the two things that we got. We can wear some lifts to look a little taller, and put on a little man piece to look like we got a full head. That's all we got. 
you know, Ricky Smiley always tells, uh, always says that men need to take their women swimming. So it's like, you need to know what they look like. <laughs> like as women, we got to take our men swimming too. <laughs> we got to see if that wig stay on, if that beard stay yeah, on. That Beijing started to bust in. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know. Everybody trying to trick each other. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I don't, I don't really wear, I don't wear makeup. Cause I'm just yeah. like, this is what you see. Yeah. That's what it got is. To. You got to. That's how you <laughs> Keep it honest. That's why you get an honest man. And I don't need it. So yeah. some people need it. And it's okay. <laughs> I've seen some <laughs> I've seen some dramatic transformations. And I'm sure you have too on the internet. It's just like they look like a whole different person. It's scary. It's scary. And they're like, filters and shit can do, man. It's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost like, how do you do all that that's why, yeah. and... People who are like, oh, I online date, I'm like, well, you that's you're taking a gamble like you might as well just meet somebody out in the back <laughs> you gotta go dancing in the rain with them yeah and see what they really got going on that's <laughs> that's too funny Hilarious. i will um let you get back to your real life i have appreciated right. talking to you and actually fun. getting to converse with you because i really didn't remember ever physically meeting you in person but now <laughs> at some point i have one of the right. funniest comics in texas is now one of the funniest Ooh. comics in california so <laughs> where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Cash App, Venmo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's ever worked for anybody you ever had on, but I'm just going to put it out. Nobody's you know tried it. So yeah. let's put it out there. But it's the same thing on all our, our platforms uh, at Mac Diddy Combs, M-A-C-K-D-I-D-D-Y-C-O-M-B-S. That's everywhere across the, all the social medias and on, i'm on tiktok too you can follow me on tiktok are you tiktoking i you know honestly all i do is really just post like stand-up videos i don't really i ain't doing no dances or trends or nothing like that you just get little clips of my stand-up and hopefully that builds you know an audience that wants to come see me that's good i can't yeah. ever figure out tiktok that is yeah that's why and that's why, that's why very, very to, yeah that's why i've gone to just like not trying to do anything super fancy and just post like little clips of my my stand-up and if you like it cool fuck with me follow me bang if nothing else i ain't trying to like create like a whole new genre fuck all that <laughs> not and the new yeah I get my, my brain, i'm a grown-ass <laughs> man i ain't got time to be focusing on these videos like super hardcore producing like these great things for people that do it cool you know what i'm saying but like if that's your only focus, then yes, put 100% in it. But TikTok's not my only focus, so I don't got time to be putting 100% into these high-quality videos. I ain't going to fucking, you know, I ain't trying to make shoot a, a film. A <laughs> TikTok film. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe one day you can go review some of the TikTok restaurants. There are going to be, like, a thousand TikTok restaurants based on the food trends that are on TikTok. I hate it. <laughs> I just wanted to give you something to go into 2022 with. No, it's gonna be trash. It's gonna be a whole restaurant based on Oreos and mustard. Just people, just yeah, people doing in there fucking chasing clout. Fuck that. I hate it. You can find out more about Chris on my website, www.abiggirlsguide.com. And I will post all the things that I can stalk and find about Chris, including any like shows. Do you have any favorite haunts that you like frequent, like comedy clubs that you are there often? Um, I 
don't have a favorite. Actually, no, I do have it. Uh, it's not a comic club. It's actually uh, an open mic here. It's my friend uh, Roger Smith. He does this. It's called uh, Big Chillin' uh, Open Mic. And he also does shows there too as well. Every month he does like a monthly show at the Big Chillin'. It's just like a space in his uh, backyard, back garage. Uh, so, you know, seats like 50 people. You have a good time. It's it's a really cool, warming place. Anybody who's like trying to stand up for the first time should definitely go there. It's like super supportive and a great open mic. And you actually get to work on material and know if it has any legs or not because the people there are supportive and laugh at things that are funny and laugh at things or don't laugh at things that aren't. And it's great. That's good. Honest and honest open mic. Awesome. The big chillin in California, yes. somewhere in LA. Big chillin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Chillin. North Hollywood, California. Big chillin. Okay. Yeah. Look at you. Supportive friend. Supportive friend putting your stuff out there. Thank you so much, Chris Mac Mac that he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll get to talk to you again for sure. In the future. Yeah, have me Maybe back I'll... anytime. I love being ham, so let's do it. <laughs> okay.